0: Hello and welcome to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. This week's episode features Jim Colleen. He is the filmmaker of a documentary called Google Me, and him and Tony discuss their favorite
1: crime movies. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. This is Tony the Movie Guy. We have a brand new sponsor, so I want to talk about that for just one moment with you. This is Great Oral Health, founded by top holistic dentist Dr. Paul O'Malley, Great Oral Health brings great smiles and amazing breath to the world naturally. Don't wait until you have cavities, gum disease, or bad breath. With the preventative solutions of oral probiotics and their all-natural essential oils for the mouth, Great Oral Health is the preventative solution for your oral health. Go to www.greatoralhealth.com and use this special promo code to get 15% off your order. G-O-H-2019. That's G-O-H-2019. All right, now look, the best part of this is this is actually a product I really believe in, and it's something I use all the time along with my wife. We love it. Um, I really, you know, I'm not going to lie, I have dragon breath sometimes, and... These probiotic pills, I take them at night and then my mouth feels really fresh and in the morning I don't suffer from dragon breath. So for that reason alone, it's totally worth it. Also, I'm Tony the movie guy. It fits perfectly with the show since, come on, all movie stars have kilowatt smiles and they seem to have amazing teeth. So check it out. That's great oral health. Also, if you're Interested in promoting your products or services through our podcast? Be a sponsor. Shoot us an email at Tony Podcast at Gmail.com. We have over 25,000 downloads, so it could be a great platform for you to promote your product or service on. All right, now on with the show. Tony. Hello everyone, it's Tony the Movie Guy with a brand new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast, and my co-host, I've missed you, Miss Money Annie. Hi everybody,
0: sorry I've been absent.
1: She left me the last episode. I
0: did, I was sick of him. Just
1: kidding, I love you. you had something (laughs) planned or something, right? I
0: was busy, I was too busy. not too
1: busy for the show, come on. (laughs) All right, anyway, this is an exciting episode. Uh, I've got a great guest, uh, Jim Colleen. How are you, my friend? Great,
2: excited to be here.
1: Awesome. We're excited to have you on the show. So Jim, number one, uh, you're a fan of the podcast. Yeah, love it. Thank you for listening. And you had the uh, great idea to do like crime movies. I've actually had this list prepared for like ever So that's going to be our main topic. We'll go back and forth on our list. You've got your prepared list of crime movies. I've got mine. Uh, And thank you for choosing that because I'm (laughs) pumped to do it. But one thing I want to talk about real quick that's really cool about Jim. Jim's this big bubbly guy. He's got this great kilowatt smile. (laughs) And um, one thing that's so cool about you that you've – because I've known you for some years now. You did a documentary – um, some time ago. When was that? It was about 10 years ago. Yeah, about 10 now. years yep. ago called Google Me. That's right. Which was really cool. The concept of this documentary is really cool where you like Googled your name and went and like searched for it and met everyone with your name or something. Tell us about it a bit. Yeah,
2: that's right. It's basically, it's kind of High concept, high execution, you know, or low concept, high execution, or <laughs> some, some variation of that. Uh, just late one night, like everyone in the world has done, I Googled my own name, and I found this incredibly diverse, weird cast of characters, all named Jim Colleen, that lived in the real world. Was this in the States specifically, or all Anywhere. over the world? Anywhere. Wow. Yep. All over the world. Yep. So I, at that time, I had a small post-production facility with a partner, and we were just splitting up. And so I had a complete editing bay.
1: Oh, wow. At your disposal.
2: Yeah. Four terabytes of memory, which at that time was like, whoa. <laughs> right. <laughs> How now times you, change. Right. Right. And uh, and so I was like, I had this idea and I was like, you know what, if I'm not going to do it now, when am I going to do it? Right. So uh, I had a business that was doing very well. So I was able to to make the film on my own and uh, i set out i oh, see so you financed it i did yeah awesome. i spent about a third of a million dollars <laughs> wow like 350 something like that i don't I, ha- I don't have the courage to look at the final number <laughs> But I will say, without a doubt, it's the worst get-rich-quick scheme in the history of get-rich-quick schemes. It's just not a money maker. But what an
1: opportunity, <laughs> but how man! Fun. Don't yeah. regret what a it at all. Great thing. Yeah. Don't regret it. I so have. So you traveled all over.
2: Yeah, I, and, yeah, and it, yeah. I, so the first, the first interview I did was with a priest in the south of Ireland. Wow, wow. that's so cool. So named Father Jim Colleen, who was this just bubbly, gregarious, not dogmatic, super engaged, great guy. And I composed a list of about 20 questions from the mundane to the profound to find out what we had in common as people, right? right? Not just this label that none of us even picked, Mm -hmm. right? I didn't pick my name and, and yet it's how I interface with the world and the world interfaces with me, right? Right. So it was an exploration of who we are as people. And, and kind of what does it mean, especially 10 years ago, when you could reach out through your keyboard and connect with anyone in the world? And, and what are the what are the manners? What are the protocols? What are the guidelines for how we interact with other people, given those circumstances? So it was an interesting exploration. It's a very positive film.
1: Yeah, I watched it when you gave me a copy sometime yeah, right. some years ago. Oh, you got the copy. Cool. Huh? Yeah, I got a copy. <laughs> the copy. I think you gave me two. <laughs> yeah. Please, take. My, I've got more in the car. How many uh, countries did you travel to? Uh,
2: well, there were six other Jim Colleen's that actually said yes. Because an interesting problem is I have a very finite number of opportunities to interact with these people. Where they actually because, agreed to meet you. Yeah, so, right. so there was one guy in St. Louis, a father of... of uh, eight kids, wow. very devout Catholic, it, amazing guy like Jimmy Stewart meets like Norman Rockwell. You oh, know? cool. He didn't want really anything to do with it. He wasn't sure. Right. You know? He's kind of a one, one door open closes, another door opens kind of guy. And so after I interviewed the priest and then the next guest, the next Jim Colleen was, was a retired New York City police detective. Oh, that's nice. so cool. So when you get an Irish priest and a police detective as your first two guests and you cut together a trailer – I sent it off to him and he goes, Well, if a priest and a cop (laughs) signed off on you, I guess it's okay. Then he got interested. That's right. So we got on the plane and went to St. Louis. But um, we, we, so I went to Ireland. There were three guys here in the States, uh, a swinger in Denver.
1: That's right. You met a Jim Colleen swinger. (laughs) How was that? It was awful. (laughs) I (laughs) can (laughs) imagine.
2: And I didn't, I could have really gone after him too, but I didn't. It was just awful. And uh, for all, all the reasons you'd think, you know, yeah. but anyway, um, the cop in New York, the guy in St. Louis, the, the swinger in Denver, and then we went to Australia actually. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. This Qua- was a journey. It man. was great. Yeah. It was one year basically from start to finish and, and we were blessed. Everything just total serendipity. One thing just led to another, which was just great. It's like we were blessed or something, but, uh, yeah, the guy in Australia is fantastic. He's a CEO of a community health center, very aware, very conscientious and, uh, And wouldn't respond to my emails. And finally, I sent him one email that was really direct. And 10 minutes later, we're on the phone. And 30 minutes later, he's like, you're staying at my house. Oh, That's so cool, man. Yeah. So then I went to Scotland and met a guy who's a traffic engineer. And the reason I found him online is that he had an award-winning photo of a time-lapse traffic circle at night. Wow. So the beautiful blurring of the brake lights and the headlights. And so we actually did the interview from the overpass overlooking the traffic circle. Yeah, I remember where, that. That's where very he took, cool. Where he took the photo. And we looked remarkably alike, which was interesting. So anyway. That must it, have been trippy, huh? Yeah, it was kind of weird, <laughs> the whole thing, honestly. But then the third act of the film, I brought everyone to Colleen, Texas. Which is our last name, Colleen. So oh, wow. I had met them all in their own space and their own, you know, doing something that they like to do. I golfed with one guy, I played poker with another guy, right? So you then, didn't swing with the swing. No, I played poker with the swing. <laughs> took his money uh, just a little bit. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, so, so for the finale, I wanted them all to meet and interact with each other. And we coincided with the anniversary of the city. So they had all these events going and they just rolled out the red carpet for us. So we entered chili in the chili cook off, you know, laughing the whole time and went to the rodeo and sat right by the bulls, which was incredible. The only swearing in the movie is from the priest when he saw one of the bulls jump <laughs> like that, straight in the air. You know, I don't know if you leave it in or if you'll bleep it out. <laughs> you left it in. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I have to. So, so the, whole, the, whole, the whole experience was great because it's an exercise in just finding the courage to start. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And, you know, there's this great documentary called Hearts of Darkness about the making of Apocalypse Now. I've seen it. Yeah. Incredible. And Francis Ford Coppola says, who knows, in the future, maybe some fat girl from Ohio is going to make a great film. And, and I think his point was prescient. It. it was 30 years before its time because now at our fingertips or literally in our pockets with our smartphones, you can make a film. Yeah. So the thing that the key thing to do is just start.
1: Yeah. And, uh, technology <laughs> start. these days is insane. Yeah. And then this documentary caught the attention of Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Tell me about that. That's cool.
2: Yeah. We did a lot of uh, early morning FM drive radio interviews, you know, <laughs> it was in the in several newspapers all over the world, which was kind of cool. But then about a year after the film was done, I got a call early in the morning. Hi, this is a- Amy from the Oprah Winfrey show. And I was like, huh? and then she's like yeah we're interested in you know having you as a guest on the show and i'm like awesome and she said oh i just realized how early it is there do you want me to call you back later i said no 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 no, i'm fine i've been waiting two years for you to call (laughs) it's fine yeah (laughs) what an acknowledgement yeah yeah so we went through some vetting you know they did some background check which is you know
1: of course yeah. yeah
2: and then uh and then we got flown to chicago and and uh it was just a magical once in a lifetime experience which i i mean i appreciated it when i was doing it but Right when the show ended, and Oprah had taken the film and, and cut her own trailer and did some voiceover. Now the gyms went to, and it was just like me and Oprah sitting on the Oprah and I sitting on the couch together watching two for two full segments, just her and I. You know, right. she's firing questions at me, and watching I'm watching my own film on. You know, that's trippy,
1: man. That's it was, so cool. Yeah, it was crazy. Good job. Yeah, How was Oprah? It was, it was, all, was she, she was, cool?
2: Yeah, she was great. Yeah,
1: God, I love her, you man.
2: Know. I mean, well, you know, what can you say? Yeah, you know, she's an icon. She's I was really nervous before the show, naturally, and and then in the hallway, it's kind of a T shape and long, and every square inch was covered with three inch by five inch photos of basically any person in the public eye that you can think of. Right, and anyone then, who's everyone's been on that show. And then you? I was like what am I nervous about? You know what I mean? No one even knows me, you know? Right. So that actually really helped me to get over my my stage fright or being nervous about being on the show. And I had some friends in the audience and and my wife at the time came as well. We had our baby with us. We had one child That's at the awesome. time. Yeah, it was great. And a little family affair. And uh, and so, was, you know, it's a once in a lifetime experience. And then when the episode ended and she was talking to the studio audience, she's like, okay, who can cross this off their bucket list? And basically every person in the audience raised their hand. And I was like, Maybe I didn't appreciate the kind of, you know, touchstone.
1: No, that was a real adventure. she represents yeah. to so many people.
2: Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: That's fantastic, yeah. man. Well, Google me. I wanted to talk about that for a minute because, A, I think that's so cool that you did it. It's such a yeah. unique concept. And, man, that sounds like fun.
2: It was a great experience. Good for you, man. All
1: right. So you're ready to go into the main topic? The main topic. All right. So we deep dive at Tony the Movie Guy. All right. <laughs> this is crime films. This is one of my favorite genres. Um, and again, so it's mob mob movies, but it's like crime movies, like big heist cops and robbers, m- gangster films. Does that make sense? Perfect. And if there are other ones on this list that you guys are now suddenly, Oh shit, that's not the case. doesn't matter. Say them anyway. We'll go back and forth. So the way we do it since you're the guest Jim, yep. is uh, ladies first, no Jim <laughs> first. Um, and then we'll go back and forth right. and then miss money. Any absolutely interact you know, and if you, have, you want to say something on, you know, we, we want to do this in about an hour. If it goes over, no problem. And then if there are any others we miss, uh, Miss Money Any at the end. Um, I will school you. Yeah, school us. <laughs> uh, I think we, we all love this genre, oh, right? Love oh yeah. It's time. one of my all-time yeah. favorite genres. Yeah. Okay, Jim, you are the guest. You get to choose first.
2: Thank you so much. I have a little bit of like extras around my list, if that's that's okay. that's okay. Yeah, yeah, of course. And You know, and, and my list, you know, just to say that, you know, my list is actually the definitive list, and all of the lists are wrong.
1: Okay, <laughs> you realize I feel the same way about my list. Actually, that's not true. My list has some odd choices as I well. I definitely have some odd. It's choices got a mix, and that's well. what I love about our show. And when we make our lists. You you get the kind of conventional ones, which we're all going to agree on, right. and then you get ones that is like, wow, I've never seen that, and will help open people's eyes to actually – we hear all the time people discover new movies or rediscover their love of a movie through our podcast. Exactly. And that's one thing that makes me really enjoy doing right. the episodes. So I get it. It's it's yeah. your your list, which is the best, and yeah. my list is the best, and Miss Money Annie's list is the best. Of course. Yeah, we'll I, have I, it. I was kidding, of course, but <laughs> –
2: you, you know, I think when you make a list like this, it's relevant to your own life experience. Of course, you know, and, yeah. and there's songs that I could start singing that would immediately trigger a memory and of a And You're welcome movie. to, please. <laughs> no, <laughs> we, no, no, really,
1: we have fun. We have fun on, have fun on the this guy. show. No, you don't. You don't encourage me no, singing.
0: <laughs> I encourage our guests. Not oh, you. I see. yeah,
1: they shoot me down when I try and sing. Now I cannot sing. <laughs> you probably have a nice voice. I'm powerful. I, I,
2: I held the chorus. I was. Uh, I was a theater major in college. Really? So yeah, but not, there you go. That's cool. Not so much on the musical theater side. At number ten, I've got Ocean's Eleven. Is that a crime
0: movie? Absolutely, it's a heist. Well, it
1: is a heist movie, and there are gangsters involved. Okay, I'm going to give it's it to you. Absolutely, because
0: it's I, on my list too. Just, so. just Good. so you know, I'm, I know it's not okay. I'm
1: not a fan of, yeah. of these films at all, despite the cast being incredible. But go right.
2: ahead. Yeah, no, with Ocean's Eleven, I mean, it's Steven Soderbergh, right? And he's made so many great films that are genre worthy like you look at uh, Out of Sight and even his reemergence from retirement uh Logan Lucky right which are great I films like that film. and I yeah. almost picked Out of Sight because I'm from Detroit it takes place in Detroit it's got heart right and Yeah I like that film. Uh, and and I like that too but you know of the Oceans movies I think it stands out uh, as the best of yeah. the bunch I so agree. I put it at number 10 for me. I mean I like now it.
1: that I think about it again I'm not a fan but yeah it's a heist Absolutely. it's a con and there's actually a mobster involved yep. right which is Andy Gasha um, who's married to Julia Roberts and the cast is to die for. I mean, you've got Don Cheadle, yeah. Casey Affleck, I, I Brad love Pitt, there's 11 of them, Matt Damon, George really? Clooney. <laughs> yeah, there are 11 of them. Um, I probably could name them off. I'm just not a fan of those films. You like them, right? I really do. Yeah. yeah they made. I, I've loved
0: them. almost every single one, especially the most recent one with the women.
1: Oh, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Which was cute. Um, okay. Yeah. So I'm kind of more in the genre, but okay. I, I have to give that one to you. It makes sense. Um, to start any list, for me, it's Goodfellas. Yeah. You know, Goodfellas to me is the ultimate gangster film. Um, it's a perfect movie. It's in my top five films of all time. Was it even on your list? I'm counting from ten down. He's there. going oh, ten oh, okay. up, you're going I'm not, down. but that's okay. We always yeah. get yeah, one yeah, yeah. down. Well, no, I'm just I just made a list. Yeah. But this is kind of like when I think of gangster, Goodfellas always. But Goodfellas is so rewatchable. Like I watch it. Every single year. My wife loves it, which really helps as well. You know, Ray Liotta, Pesci, yeah. De Niro, even Lorraine Bracco, the wife is fantastic in it. Uh it's got so many great lines. You know, yeah. ever since I was a kid, I always wanted to be a gangster.
2: Ba, ba, da, ba,
1: uh, ba, yeah. ba, ba, Martin Scorsese, which is incredible, you know, and then the whole, you know, I amuse you. Uh, like how the how do I amuse you? Like like a clown from yeah, Pesci, which is all ad-libbed. It's such a brilliant film. It's a a two-and-a-half-hour movie that whizzes by. So to me, that is like the epitome of like a crime gangster movie. Absolutely. Got to give it to Goodfellas. And to this day, I'm so pissed off that Scorsese didn't win Best Picture and Best Director for that movie. Kevin Costner got it for Dances with Wolves, which is okay. But come on. Goodfellas is a masterpiece.
2: Totally agree. Okay, good. Thank you.
1: All right go ahead jim next one
2: so number nine from your usual suspects
1: on my list thank you amazing film
2: interestingly how time is going to judge that film because of spacey yeah
1: so we've talked about kevin spacey a bit on the podcast because obviously he's all embroiled and all the sexual allegations i'm sorry i can still separate that from the actor yeah, he is still one of my favorite actors of all time. His performances are incredible. And I was surprised when I was making my list that he actually comes up a couple of times. And I didn't think of him as like a gangster crime movie guy. Mm-hmm. But Verbal Kint.
2: Yeah, phenomenal.
1: A.K.A. Kaiser Shose in The Usual mm-hmm. Suspects. That's Kevin Sorry. Spacey, he won an Oscar. This is the film that really put him on the map. Uh, what an amazing film. It was your pick, song. so I'm going to let you talk about it.
2: <laughs> well, that was pretty much it. Just Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, that that, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see what but, you know, what a great cast with Benicio del Toro. And uh, yeah, so Gabrielle Byrne. Yeah. It's and funny. Kevin that
1: was
0: one of the first movies I saw with a twist ending when I was. I mean, uh, when did that come out?
1: Like 95, okay, so was, 96. So I was I was I yeah. was quite
0: young yeah. and I remember watching that film and I had never seen a movie. With a twist ending. I mean that twist and I ending loved it. Blew so me much.
1: away. And you know the best part? It's one of those films where when you even know the twist ending, it's it still, still blows you away. Yeah. Um, because I watched it last year and it it really does hold up. I was worried. I was like, will this hold up? Because yeah, once sixth cents, I'm sorry for me, doesn't hold <laughs> I up know. as much. It doesn't You, but you, usual you, you appreciate does. the
2: craftsmanship of how the reveal is constructed.
1: Correct, oh, yeah. correct. It's it's incredible. And also it genuinely did surprise me. It's so obvious. Anyway, it's a great film, and you're right. It's all about crooks, but the mob is involved. And, and, I mean, what's a spookier kind of gothic, mythical gangster figure than Kaiser Shose? Yeah. Incredible. Agreed. Okay, good. So I'm glad. I I, I love The Usual Suspects. That's a great choice. Okay, good. So my next one um, is Heat. Of course. Um, Heat, to me, is like the ultimate... Cops and Robbers movie. I love that the movie. The ultimate Cops and Robbers movie. And that's also why I was like, ah, I don't want to just do gangster movies. It's mm. kind of got to be crime. Um, what I love about Heat, I mean, De Niro, Pacino, together for the first, first time, time yep. in a film that's two and a half hour long with incredible shootouts that are just like, Amazing. Oh and by the way, Val Kilmer's incredible in this Fantastic. too. Um that scene in the cafe where they just talk for twelve minutes is still the best scene of all time in this whole film. I, I love Heat to Pieces. I watch it again every year. It's a very long movie. It's got a 12-year-old Natalie Portman in, oh, in it right. as well yeah, as daughter. Pacino's daughter, which I oh, I always forget. Um, it's just so good. And what's funny is that's when Pacino did his like, ooh-ah, but it still worked. Yeah. And then somehow it kind of transferred into like a bit of a caricature of himself. But in that film, it really worked like because you got a great ass, you know, that comes from that movie. You got your head all the way in it. And everyone takes the piss out of it now. And I love where it it takes a peek inside the lives of criminals and inside the lives of these cops and this odd respect and admiration they have for each other. Yeah. Incredible. I, I love heat to And pieces. I
2: think that's what makes it work is that it's smart and it's plausible. Yeah. And I go off the rails with my Hall of Shame films because they don't work. You know, your willing suspension of disbelief is just completely violated.
1: I'm going to enjoy the Hall of Shame section. Don't <laughs> worry. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, You've seen Heat, right? Ms. Of course. Money and it's eight? been a
0: while, okay, I have to God. say. Okay. Thank God. Okay.
1: Movie night. We need to do yeah. it. I have it in 4K.
0: I will watch it in Looks 4K. Looks
1: All right, my friend. What do you got?
2: Next for me is... Godfather Part 2.
1: Good. Oh, you have Part 2. Oh, yeah. So next for me is the Godfather series. Sure. So we'll talk about those now. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Godfather Part 2.
2: It's just, uh, you know, there are such seminal films in really American cinema. Mm. And you look and you get the opportunity to look back at a, at the young Don Corleone. Right. Right. And you have Robert the, De Niro. Right. Again, Robert De Niro. He's on the list a few times. Many times. <laughs> and I was thinking about that earlier. I think it's because he he has that kind of ethos, you know, and yeah. that's kind of his pathology. It's a tough guy. Right. Yeah. So, uh so it's tailored for him, a list like this, but Godfather 2 is just such a, you know, it's bigger than one man's life. It's like mm. the epic that spans time. So you get to see, you know, more than just the the one snapshot. Right. Because it, it's very fulfilling too, because yeah. Godfather, you know, you got this great, this great look at this life inside this life. And, and, you know, you had natural questions about what were the origins of it. And and all of those things get very satisfactorily answered and you get to go forward with Hyman Roth and Lake Tahoe and moving Mo Green out of Vegas.
1: Right. And with Michael Corleone played by Pacino in the present at that time. That's right. And so it's two stories. That's why Pacino and De Niro were in this film together, but they never did a scene together, you know? Um, I like The Godfather Part 2. Godfather Part 2 is revered as like the greatest sequel of all time. <laughs> Many people like it more than the first one. I, I Maybe because I saw it a bit too late. Um, we'll talk about The Godfather shortly. And uh, Godfather godfather is third on my list i it's it's an absolute masterpiece i like godfather part two and i know this might sound blasphemous for to you to you but it's almost on par with godfather part three to me which i actually like and mm. that gets shat on big time yeah yeah it gets shat on by a lot of people i i like the second and third one now i enjoy the storyline with de niro as a young uh, don colliano the most uh, i think that's fantastic and how he rises and especially that scene where he like shoots that guy and the gun goes on fire and yeah. it's so like realistic
2: and gritty in a way you get to see him become the leader right exactly because really bruno kirby was the one who kind of brought him into they stole the rug together right and yet it was de niro that negotiated with the black hand right wasn't that what they called yeah him? yeah yeah and uh and so you see his natural instincts of don corleone uh emerge and that leadership like that that you know is innate can't yeah. be taught and and he just possessed it and took it
1: yeah look Nearly everyone listening to this is going to agree with you. People love the second one. Have you seen the Godfather trilogy? You have, okay. Do you love the second one like more than the first one? I couldn't
0: tell you. I mean, I've seen them, but it's been years again.
1: But the first one, and again, these are like three and a half hour long movies. I think the first one is four hours. Uh, The the wedding sequence of the Godfather goes on for an hour and a half or something. It's crazy. I (laughs) I have watched the Godfather at least four times. I've seen part two twice. And I've seen the third one only once, and I watched it last year, and I was like, this is actually not terrible. I quite liked it. Andy Gasher was really good in it. Uh, that was his breakout um, in Godfather Part 3. Now, of course, we haven't mentioned these are Francis Ford Coppola, right? Uh, who's a, a master director. I mean, the first one— I watched about 10 years ago for the first time, The Godfather. I had seen snippets of it. Don't get me wrong. I remember watching that horse and horse head in the bed sequence when I was a kid. I don't know why my dad let me watch it. But I'd never watched the film from start to finish until yeah. maybe a decade ago, and, and it blew me away. It, incredible. And what a cast. I mean, Diane Keating. You've got James Caan, who's incredible in it. Yep. Um, what's his name? Um, Robert Duvall. Right. Uh, And of course, Al Pacino. Oh, and then Marlon Brando (laughs) as Don Corleone, right? Vito Corleone. That's right. Uh, Absolutely incredible. I mean, he's in the film maybe for 30 minutes. But you revere the first one too, right? Absolutely. Okay. Where was the first one kind of on your list? It's coming. Uh, Well, we're talking about Godfather now. So you can kind of say your part on the Godfather series.
2: Oh, it's number two. Yeah, the original. Uh,
1: Okay, good. So you love Godfather. Yeah. Well, it was number three for me. Yeah. They're epic
2: epic films that transcend, you know. I think they changed filmmaking, to be honest with you. Well,
1: Godfather is considered one of the greatest films of all time, let alone mobster or crime, right? Right. Absolutely. Say your piece on the first one, my friend.
2: Just that it's brilliant. I mean, you know, from the opening scene where he's rehearsing what he's going to say to the Godfather. That's right. It creates the Godfather. You know, it's one of the great entrances in film you know, this buildup of how you're going to reveal The Godfather and he's sitting behind the desk stroking the cat. Right. Right? So it it projects all of this power, but all of this subtlety as well.
1: Yeah. Oh, and by the way, Tony the Movie Guy, the logo, is of course based on The Godfather. That's right. And again, so quotable. I'm going to make him an offer I can't refuse, you know?
2: Either your signature or your brains will be on that contract.
1: Yeah, it's incredible. I love that movie. Now I will say this. It's not number one for me because – When I say it's a tough movie to watch, I hope you get where I'm coming from. Mm. I can appreciate it. It, It's art, but I have to really be Mm. focused and in the moment. Whereas I don't know why Goodfellas is just eminently rewatchable for me. I find so much enjoyment in it.
2: Well, I think it's a question of attention span. Absolutely. It is, and we
1: all have a very limited attention span these days. The
2: attention span in 1977 was different. That's so true. Because film was still so remarkable. Even just 1990 you know, with Goodfellas. Yeah. So I think that's definitely part of it. It's a good the, point. The pacing and, and you sure. know, the way we react. And plus, you know, Goodfellas, the third act of good I mean, it moves. Oh, it's so right. like so whiz, whiz, whiz. We'll talk yeah. about that when I get Yeah, there. I
1: mean, they're all on cocaine, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. All right, so um, was that mine
2: or yours? That okay, we, I
1: kind of hijacked it. Okay, the next one I have is Pulp Fiction. Ah. Uh, okay, you don't have that?
2: Honorable mention.
1: Okay, no problem. Pulp Fiction, I mean, it's so much more. But it's absolutely a crime movie. Oh, yeah. they're, they're hitman for a gangster. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Wallace. Uh, Marcellus. Marcellus. Marcellus Wallace. Yeah, I mean, you've got Vincent Vega, John Travolta. You've got Jules Winifred, uh, Sam Jackson. Uh, it's such a... The film is like vignettes of different stories, but it's all embroiled in crime and about a, a whole mobster boss and everything like that. And, man, I remember watching that movie in the theater when it came out in the 90s and I was just like so what is this you know especially during the uh, you know the the rape sequence with Wallace the said yeah. gangster I was like okay but it's it with all the craziness the dialogue is so rich and the soundtrack is just killer so I love Pulp Fiction
2: yeah soundtrack second to none for sure but I, I feel like the the manipulation of the timeline mm. is a little excessive
1: i mean it's all over the it place and that, that, but for the thrilling. time i had never seen anything like that it was so cool you know everyone thinks "Ooh, they brought john travolta back to life well you just have to kind of it's a puzzle you have to put the pieces together
2: i think uh, i remember hearing quentin tarantino saying he had so many storylines because he wasn't sure if he'd ever be able to make another film right so he put everything <laughs> yeah into pulp fiction i kind of get so that it is like four stories or That's what's yeah absolutely. Well, that's
1: what's crazy about that film. You you forget that he was a generally unknown director. Uh, Travolta hadn't had a huge hit in a while. Uh, He was making the baby movies, right? He was making the Look Who's Talking movies, which were actually quite successful. Exactly, (laughs) but you know he wasn't an A lister, and the film was quite independent. And then it just broke out, and now it's on like practically every top ten movies of all time list, and well deserved. So that's Pulp Fiction for me. Good. All right, my friend.
2: Good. Me? Yeah. I've got I cheated here. I've got two entries together because I always think of these two films together. Okay. Released in two thousand one. One's called The Score, and the other is Heist. So the score is with Marlon Brando? The score is Brando, De Niro, Edward Norton, three generations of great actors. I've never seen it. Oh, it's I don't know why. It's it kind of tr- came we and went. Not Good. Seen that with those wrote,
1: what's weird is I have a mental image picture of the cover. Yeah. And the cast is fantastic, but for some reason it escaped me. It's but a heist. you loved it. It's yeah. a
2: heist film shot in Montreal. Okay. The uh, there's a jeweled scepter that's been smuggled in the leg of a piano that has been discovered at, in the customs house. So Edward Norton pretends to be impaired I love Edward Norton. And he goes yeah, basically undercover as a custodian, figuring out how to steal it. Huh. And he gets teamed up. Marlon Brando is kind of the fixer, right? Who this is, must
1: be like big Marlon
2: Brando, right? yeah, yeah, or <laughs> lazy orchestrating Marlon Brando. <laughs> the uh, orchestrating the heist. Robert De Niro is a safe man, and uh, fascinating character. Um, owns a jazz club in the film, and you know all this great backdrop. You don't see Montreal enough, right? In films, a beautiful city. And so there's crosses and double crosses and tricks and things and uh, and and it's a, it's a fantastic film. It was directed it by Frank Oz, who was the voice of Miss Piggy. <laughs>
1: didn't he do yoda as well yeah yeah he was yoda yeah frank but, uh, oz directed this film yeah how has this escaped me and, i have even heard. marlon it.
2: brando refused to take direction from miss piggy <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh god so there that was a little bit an of interesting strife on the set. yeah
2: and and the parallel movie to me for me is heist what's heist heist is a david mamet film with uh, gene hackman delroy rindo rebecca pigeon Great cost. Oh, yeah, fantastic. And David Mamet is so fantastic because, you know, you just talked about pulp fiction and the dialogue. He's a writer,
1: screen playwright, right? Yeah, he does directed, very rich dialogue.
2: Yeah, you know, known as a playwright in Chicago. Playwright. He's been yeah. writing for 40 years or 50 years now, but um, has incredibly stylized Glengarry, Glenn Ross. American oh, I love Buffalo. that. Um, he has a movie called House of Games, okay. which almost made my list. Okay. And uh, Spanish Prisoner with uh, Colin Scott. or... Uh, yeah, Colin okay. what's his name, George C. E. Scott's son. Oh, I don't I know.
1: The only one I've seen is um, Glenn Glory, Glenn yeah, Ross. Yeah, yeah, ABCs yeah. always be closing. That's right. So, That's great.
2: You know, so you know this. He has this great stylized language, which is so complimentary to this genre because, you know, it's heightened. Okay. The whole, the whole like sensory experience is heightened in a heist film, right? In a crime film, yeah. in a mob film, hmm. and uh, it works really well at complementary. But they came out at the same time. You know how there's like what decade? 2001.
1: Oh, 2001, yeah, yeah. So,
2: you know, that you always have like two volcano movies that mm-hmm. come out at the same time. Two yeah. Christopher Columbus movies. So bizarre how the they do that. Well, studios, two Jungle know, Book movies. Yeah, they don't want to get Capote, left behind. Yeah. So for me, uh, I, I kind of think of these films together, and they're both really, really solid, and I think good entries on them.
1: Is there most. one you put above the other? Like, if I want to check one out, honestly, I'll probably check out the score because the cast is incredible. I'd
2: say check and out Yoda the score. And Yoda directed it. Yeah, check out the score. <laughs>
1: Okay, I those did. are Doesn't two disappoint. good picks. Yeah, yeah, those are kind of obscure. I've never seen them. Something, you,
2: you got
0: something. Tony you caught me out. Never seen. That's, That's rare,
1: anything. my friend. Nice. Very rare. Okay, next on my list is The Untouchables. Ah. So, this is one of my favorite gangster films of all time. True story about Elliot Ness yep. and Al Capone, Robert De Niro as Al Capone, teamwork. That amazing baseball bat scene. Sean Connery is in it. He won his Oscar. Andy Gosher is amazing in this. You got him? Yeah, I got him. <laughs> Remember that incredible sequence in the train station down yeah. the steps with the pram yeah. going down the, the steps in slow motion? This very tense scene. Miss Money Annie is looking at me like,
2: huh? You haven't no, seen that? No, I feel that? bad because you you
0: described it? it before and well, I still haven't
2: seen okay, it. Do you know night. what that's from, though? The Untouchables. But that's taken, that scene is taken from the Potemkin Step, or the Potemkin.
1: Oh, I don't know what that which is. Which was,
2: yeah, which is one of the earliest films, like 1924 or something. That's not original from that movie? <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, not. Ah, yeah, my the bubble. The Potemkin Steps, I think it's called. The, really? The yeah, absolutely.
1: And they took that scene. Well, that, you know what's crazy about that is so many other films have parodied it from the Untouchables. Right, right. Because they literally take that same
2: scene. Yeah, so people have copied that Potemkin Steps, but it's from the Potemkin Steps. I'm getting schooled
1: right now. This is awesome. W- that's a film?
2: Yeah. Yeah, Russian, <laughs> early Russian film. Oh, my God. And, uh, you know, it's like, it's like a song that people copy, like, with a little help from my friends, you know, right. The Beatles and then Joe Cocker and then, you know, on God. and on and on. That's like yeah.
1: I always thought. Like that sequence is quite famous, it and I know it famous, from huh? yeah, but I know it
2: from the Untouchables. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> well, obviously they still made it art in itself in that movie, uh, but it's a great gangster film. It's based on a true story. It's very stylized. All the costumes are done by Giorgio Armani, which is kind of cool. Oh. Um, very thirties, and it's like ultimate gangster. Um, I really enjoy The Untouchables. You've seen yeah, The Untouchables, right? Yeah, I love it. I just saw it again a year ago, and I was quite surprised how how much it, it holds up. So that mm. was my choice. That's great. That's All right, great man. That's a great choice. You're, you're up. I missed it, but that's a great choice. It's okay. Uh, Ronan. Oh, man. You know, I need to... This film... It's been a long time. This is De Niro. I'm going to yeah, let you talk about it. This is a film... Your list is good. <laughs> Very Here's good. why. This is a film that came out 20 years ago... Um, didn't do great when it came out and now is quite revered by people. Yeah. Yeah. The funny thing is when I watched it, I remember enjoying it. I've never seen it since. The floor yeah. is yours.
2: No, it's fantastic. It's uh. What, what's it about? I, I,
1: I don't even remember. I just remember it as like crazy cool. It's got Pace. crazy car chases in it. It's a, French,
2: like it's a, a it. French team that's put together to intercept John the Reno's case. Jon Reno's in this as well. John Reno. yeah. yeah who, they have to intercept a case from Russian gangsters and it's a little bit of a, you know the MacGuffin what a right, MacGuffin right, is absolutely, right? so yeah. the whole case that they're chasing explain is, it
1: for Miss Maniani a MacGuffin, a MacGuffin. Is,
2: is the unknown object in the box oh yeah yeah okay. so like Repo Man when they open it at the end right. it's like what is it and Pulp you never Fiction know. Pulp the right. briefcase the MacGuffin exactly Ooh, right the light yep. yeah. Yep. or Ted when they do it with uh, Tom Brady's crotch and it's oh. like <laughs> <coming. laughs> that's a good one <laughs> well you know you gotta know go with what you know Um so for me Ronan is just fantastic it's high Highly stylized, and uh, you know it's European, so it's got I gotta this great watch this feel. again.
1: Oh, it's a great film. Apparently, it's got one of the best car chases ever, and I and actually, I remember that. Yeah, but it's like it's I don't know, foggy in my memory for some yeah. reason. I don't
0: Remember it either? Yeah,
2: he gets shot and he has to go to a safe house and take his own bullet out, and he gets questioned by the safe house operator who's building this great, uh, this great battle scene, and he's paint, hand painting the samurai and putting him into the battle scene, and he's asking him. I want to watch that. Know, and it turns out that that de Niro is undercover the CIA spoilers spoiler alert too late. it's and, been out for twenty years yeah fair enough and uh and, and so it's just fantastic the way it's executed and comes together he he uh he earns the trust of the team by basically exposing Sean bean as being like uh an amateur right you know they have to do buy book buy guns and stuff and then you know sean bean you know fails but then turns on them and comes up later and you know there's a there's a substitute case and you know it's just
1: that's great. awesome that's a great pick I, great film. Uh, that film is revered now people really like it it's on a lot of top lists um i'm gonna check it out okay good so my next one um is to me sorely underrated because it's always in the shadow of goodfellas and this is uh scorsese's casino mm. this film is phenomenal honestly it's almost as good as goodfellas to me um it came out in the 90s a few years after goodfellas so everyone just kind of likens it to goodfellas it's de niro it's pesci and it's true pesci is basically playing himself the same character james wood the best part of this film is that sharon stone actually steals the show completely she is so good have you seen casino
0: I would say maybe 15 years (laughs) ago you're you're not like on the stage i I used to i used to watch all these movies with my dad but it's been if anything forever. this is
1: a brutal film it's also like four hours long really ungodly long and it's about the the mob ruling of like vegas i think i would love you know during the 60s and 70s oh it's phenomenal And, and genuinely sharon stone Gives a knock it out well, of the, the park whole performance.
0: Known image of yeah. the front cover with her sitting across the piano yeah. or right. something. But she is. Uh,
1: I think that's a. That sounds like the fabulous Baker voice. Oh no, <laughs> I,
0: no, I think I'm thinking of LA
1: Confidential. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Kim Bassinger. Yeah, Basinger. yeah. Um, it's similar, but it's a way better performance. She's like batshit crazy. Anyway, mm. she really is incredible. But they're all great. It's also. It's just. It's extremely violent, but it's just a really. Phenomenal film. It's very well told, uh, and I love Casino. And I think more people need to watch it and appreciate it in its own right. Would you agree, Jim? Anything else? Casino you add? is
2: not as good as Goodfellas.
1: Well, I don't. I will never contend with that. Goodfellas, as I told you, is my all-time favorite crime gangster movie. I'm just saying,
2: I put it kind of up
1: there. Yeah,
2: that's all. I can see it. Yeah, I remember when Casino was coming out.
1: I will never Martin, fight against uh, Goodfellas. Yeah, ever.
2: <laughs> Martin Scorsese is obviously an iconic filmmaker. You can't say anything bad about him, but he's got a style that you can, that you connect with. Yes. And I remember when Casino was coming out, I said to myself, going into the theater, I'll bet there's a shot of slow motion dice right. tumbling through the air. And there was. <laughs> and there was. Yeah. Right. So you know, I I, I felt like. I could, I understood the film, but I, I, right. I felt like I was, you know, it wasn't as well, this transcendent. Actually, this for makes me. my point because, and
1: and you're not wrong. So too many people just kind of likened it and hearkened it to what they knew they would get from Scorsese, and I get that. Um, I'm just saying it's a damn good movie. Yeah, but um, it's, yeah, it's you're
2: getting yeah. filet, and you know you're getting filet. Right. Exactly. Like yeah. You're going to- yeah. And some
0: people don't like getting what they're predicting. I only right. have an like my filet when I know I'm getting my
1: filet. Oh, I don't know why good. we're talking about filet. You're making me hungry. Very good. <laughs> All right, um, I just had a filet. You're next.
2: Uh, this is a, This is going to be a surprise pick, I think, for you.
1: Let's do it. To live and die in L.A. I love that movie. Nineteen eighty four. William what,
2: Friedkin. Yeah. Uh, William
1: Peterson. William Peterson, yeah.
2: Yeah. Phenomenal film. Good film. I didn't know this movie. And this is 80s. another film, eighty four. This is another film for me that's a touchstone of my own like adolescence and the possibilities. You got that Wang Chung song yeah. to live and die in LA yeah. and you know,
1: it's a great, it's film.
2: incredibly stylized Willem Dafoe yeah. plays a counterfeiter. That's right. He's extremely confident. He's also an artist, you know, has some loft in downtown that he paints in. He has this Ferrari and his model girlfriend. And he's very open about being a counterfeiter because he knows the FBI can't touch him. Right? In yeah. this case, Willem Peterson's a Secret Service agent and his partner who's about to retire it's like, you know, Danny Glover, I'm getting too old for this, you know. And uh, his partner gets killed. <laughs> too old. So, for this so now it's personal and and Willem Peterson goes on this rampage. The 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 reason that Rick Masters played William Defoe Willem Defoe can't get caught is that they can't get enough buy money to buy enough counterfeit to show that they're legitimate. Right. So Willem Defoe has the great idea to go and rob a jewel courier to get enough money to make a buy to be able to bust the counterfeiter, right? So it goes horribly wrong. Yeah, it turns out the courier is an FBI agent who's undercover himself, and it leads to one of the greatest car chases in history. You've never seen this, huh? So not it's only, like a hidden gem. Not only are they driving in the LA River, up embankments, down embankments, crashing, weaving, careening, they are driving the wrong way on the freeway, and there's this great master shot that must have a hundred cars in it. Of him driving the wrong way on the freeway to get away. That's cool. And uh, it, it's it's phenomenally well done. And, you know, Willem Peterson is very much kind of like the anti-hero yeah. as the protagonist. So He it's did gotten, some
1: good films in the 80s. He did some great stuff. Manhunter,
2: man. So stylistic. <clears throat> the first of the Red Dragon films. Yeah. And great. You know, Ronnie Cox's Hannibal Lecter is phenomenal. Yeah. You've seen Manhunter? Mm -hmm. From the 80s, really good film. Very very good film. I like William Peterson a lot. Sorry, go on. So yeah, so with To Live and Die in L.A., you know, William Friedkin, I've actually made, you know, any any top list of of crime and heist films has to have a twist. Right. Right? So the twist of my list is that To Live and Die in L.A. is a fantastic film, worthy of being on the list, but William Friedkin's best heist movie is The French Connection. Which is brilliant. So I kind of... Pulled my little
1: list twist. French Connection <laughs> kind of does count on this list. Are you kidding? Kind of, it it's does. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have it on my list, but it actually kind of does because it is gangster. Yeah, uh, you know, cops, robbers.
2: Yeah. Gene uh, Hackman trying to bust the French. Right, that film really is
1: all about. Popeye Doyle, right. Gene Hackman, who's just so good, um, um, and the end of that film is still so jarring because he fucks up, shoots the wrong guy, and the bad guy gets away. Right? It's so nutty. I even to this day, I'm like, what? How ballsy is it that they ended a movie like that? Yeah.
2: Which led to the sequel, French Connection Two, yeah, which I've never seen. Directed by William uh, or, uh, Frankenheimer. Who? Oh, it's not Fredkin. Con- really?
1: Yeah. Wow. Look at this connectiveness. Right. Wow. Okay. Yeah, live and die in L.A. is is kind of a I think a hidden gem. I I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah. French Connection. I actually again I'm crazy. I rewatch movies all the time. I saw it last year. Um, I, I mean, incredible. One of the most famous car chases of all time. Right. And then I, I mean, he just gives such a a crazy authentic off-the-rails performance as Popeye Doyle, just, like, hell-bent and driven, but he doesn't really know what he's doing. But he's kind of a genius, and he's just kind of nuts, you know? Yeah. Um, maybe that's why, to me, it's, it's very centred on on him, but, of course, it's a, a crime classic. Absolutely. Yeah, great Great choice. Okay, my next one again. I love this movie to bits. I hope you've seen it. It's such a hidden gem. This is a Sam Mendes movie from the early 2000s. It's Tom Hanks in a role that he never usually does, which is Road to Perdition. Oh. Have you seen that movie? I have, yeah. Uh okay, good. So it sounds like you're not a huge fan. Not a huge fan. I adore this film. Now, look, a lot of people probably aren't because it is it's somber. So heavy. It is somber as fuck. Yeah, I did see that. It really is, but Hanks as your kind of anti-hero. I mean, he's a gangster. He's a hitman. Paul Newman in one of his last great roles. Daniel Craig pre-Bond as this like batshit crazy villain. He's the son of Paul Newman. And Jude Law, who's this uh, uh, assassin, is so creepy. He takes pictures of like dead people at crime scenes. Uh, And and yeah, it, it is a very somber film. And it doesn't end well at all. It has such a shocking kind of end scene. Um, I just—I don't know. I love it. I love it, and it's a full-on mobster movie. The cinematography is absolutely gorgeous. I, I guess it's one of those films that, for some reason, really hit me mm-hmm. when I saw it. So I've loved it ever since. You definitely have to be in the mood for it. It's not a feel-good film, right? Sure. In a any after. shape or form.
2: <laughs> to me, that that film feels a little like Miller's Crossing. Which almost made my list. Cone Brothers, but, yeah, right? And that, that's kind of the same genre, same yeah. time frame, a little earlier. You know. Miller's
1: Crossing is a strange film to me because I find it quite slow yeah. and a bit boring, but it's got some incredible scenes right. and some great acting. But as a film... It didn't work as well. I agree. That, I mean, that's yeah, a good didn't make good list, comparison. But
2: yeah, that's Road to Perdition. That's a solid choice. I, I love
1: that movie. I really do, and I think it's I think it's criminally underrated, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but I do acknowledge that this is a this is a very heavy film. Mm-hmm. All right, my friend, what do you got?
2: I've got for number four. I've got Heat. Okay, good. That's so what he, I he talked about it. For me.
1: You absolutely, if you want to say something else about it, I mean, this movie is a modern masterpiece to me. Michael Mann.
2: Yeah, Michael Mann. I mean, do you see me doing Thrill Seeker liquor store holdups with a Born to Lose tattoo on my <laughs> chest? Yeah. <laughs> no, you it's do incredible. not. Yeah, yeah. just the, the dialogue just is so incredible, the characterizations and the action scenes. I mean, I, I've talked to a friend who was in the British Special Air Service and the SAS who said it's by far, you know, completely authentic, that gun that gun scene, the way they cover each I've other. I've heard and move, this many times. Like yeah. Fire and move and cover. and That it's, it's one incredible. of the most
1: authentic shootout scenes. And they had an actual like SAS guy on set teaching yeah, them. Or totally something. Really yeah. Totally.
2: Yeah. What, what a great film.
1: It's incredible. I love it. And it's so stylistic. Michael Mann, the music, Um, and Pacino and De Niro together. Unfortunately, they've been back together a few times and they've never struck gold like they did here. But here, this was a payoff that really did pay off. You know, like 20, 20 years in the making, them together, again, that diner scene, it's electrifying. Yeah, you know I will not hesitate. You know they respect each other, but I will not hesitate to put you down. Yeah, neither will I. You know you got to do what you got to do. It's it's incredible. And spoilers at the end. You know when he finally gets him and the way they he holds his right. hand and he comforts him as he dies. Fucking hell man. So good. So good. Yeah. So and again, that's what I'm talking about. You're right. Like he is a film. It's not it's not like a wee fun film. But yeah, I see the difference between that like road to position, which is so dark. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He is so electrifying. Right. Kind of like Goodfellas. It's fast paced. Um, Anyway, I have no problem talking about it again because I love it. Yeah, it's a great film. Okay, uh, my next one, again, it, I I am a ambassador for this movie. I screened it for you, Miss Money Any History of Violence with Viggo Mortensen. So oh, Have you yep, seen phenomenal. this movie? Yep. I love Phenomenal it. movie. I almost wasn't going to put it on the list. And I was like, oh, duh. No, he escapes He's his past from the, yeah. the, the the mob. And William Hurt as his brother, who's this big Philly gangster. Oh, yeah. Ed Harris, Maria Bello is fantastic in this film. It's Cronenberg, I think. Yep. So it's got that really like body horror violence yeah ah yeah. oh, it's so it good that good. is a great film and that was Vigo during like Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. time so it was something very different from him I've gone back to this movie several times i I love it it. i love it to pieces it's based on a comic book as well is that right yeah history of violence absolutely fantastic you're so
0: divided about that character in that movie you're like wow he's really freaking me out but he's so awesome right
2: part of the twist is you don't know if it's real or not you don't know know. yeah if if he was really the guy or not right yeah Yeah. well it never
1: truly reveals itself until yeah and also yeah, you're right. Like, I mean, is he good, bad? I mean, the guy is clearly he has a history of violence. He and he kind of enjoys it. Yep. But he loves yep. his family. Yeah. Yep. You know, I mean, he would terrorize and destroy anyone who got in the way. But he <laughs> Weird, truly loves his never. family. <laughs> Yeah, the sex scene's <laughs> quite infamous. Oh, yeah. yeah. But again, the sex scene is actually brilliantly done. Yeah. And I know it's funny to talk about it and very integral to the story. Yeah. Because it's because where when it's it where he shows his kind of brute yeah. force and it then and then he's like, Oh no, and then she likes it. I know. She kinda likes so it. It weird. turns her on, his wife. So great film, man. Fantastic film.
2: Okay. You're not gonna believe my next choice. My number well, three film. Okay. <laughs> David Cronenberg yeah Vigo mortensen yeah eastern promises oh my god
1: on my list have you seen eastern no. promises oh. okay this is now come on, on talk about this. a somber film right talk about body horror right that, that freaking slashing scene oh, oh no we'll get to oh. that no i'm talking about when the kid slits that guy's throat and it goes on for like two minutes like he's just <laughs> kind of carving his throat oh, gosh. oh this is a Phenomenal movie. It's your pick. So I'm like, let you talk about it. So it, it's Russian mob, right? That's right. Go ahead. Russian mob. I love London. Eastern Promises, man.
2: Yeah. Who's uh, Vigo in this movie? He's a main ju- guy. He's a journeyman apprentice who's trying to get made.
1: there's okay. a spoiler, and we're not going to say what it is, okay? Because you haven't seen it, and I actually have a feeling a lot of people haven't seen this yeah, film, Eastern phenomenal. Promises. Amazing. Charlize Theron. No, it's Naomi it's Watts. It's Naomi Watts. Okay, and she's sorry. great in it. Something. Sorry, okay. Naomi. She's fantastic. <laughs>
2: um. Yeah, so he's an apprentice gangster who's basically been charged with watching the idiot son of the gang. Vincent Cassel, oh, wow. the Vincent French Cassell, actor, he's right. fantastic And Armand Muellerstahl, yeah. the head of the gang, yeah. the head gangster in Russia, who's who's kind of like a gentleman killer. You know, he's okay. old school, has a gentle but steel demeanor. You know, the kind of guy you just would know every fiber of your being would know do not mess or cross this guy. Okay. So it's uh, it's his rise up the ranks, basically, is probably all we totally should say. It. Watch yes, it here. This is a brutal. Yeah, movie. There's a twist that'll that'll drop you on the floor. That's a I like. The, the film
1: is very famous for this like five minute sequence in a Turkish bath, like Jim was saying, where Viggo Mortensen is butt naked and he gets accosted Ooh. by three assassins trying to kill him, and it's this one of the most brutal, but raw. Br- raw but brilliantly orchestrated fights where they're trying to kill him with knives and he's butt naked with his dick flopping everywhere. I- I'm not kidding for minutes, but it's incredible. He got an Oscar nomination yeah. on that scene alone. I guarantee it. I'll
2: grab some screenshots. Um, for this. <laughs>
1: um that film is so Cronenberg are you are you familiar with Cronenberg oh, yeah. he did The Fly he does body horror yeah, yeah. you remember in History of Violence when totally. he shoots the guy's face and half of his face yeah. is hanging off so it's kind of like that so it gets brutal but it is brilliant mm. such a I good movie totally that's a great it. choice yeah very good movie. yeah I had it on my lesson I, I love Eastern Promises it's not a film you can watch over and over but I've seen it three times.
2: Yeah. It's not like Finding Nemo you're going to put on for the, <laughs> for the kids every day. But don't get me started on that
1: because oh, I'm not a huge not fan of Finding Nemo. Nemo. Um, we have
0: a huge problem. Yeah, oh, people just love
1: just... that movie. And I'm like, it's okay. I yeah. like Finding uh, Dory better. Right, But anyway, not I digress. Okay. My next one. Look, this film is pure cheese now. It's so 80s. But come on, you have to have Scarface on the list. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm No, but I will tell you this. I've seen this movie again and it doesn't hold up yeah. in met It's a film that has incredible scenes. Yeah. Obviously, uh, Tony Montoya, Al Pacino yeah. is incredible. It's Brian De Palma um, and it has certain sequences, you know, say hello to my little friend. And, you know, the, the yellow chainsaw sequence. And yeah. it's got scenes that are very memorable. But overall, as a movie, man, it, sometimes it gets really hammy and cheesy. And I'm sorry because yeah. this film is still beloved by people. I don't love it. But, uh, I mean, it's the rise of Tony Montoya, Michelle Pfeiffer, her debut. She's absolutely drop-dead gorgeous. Uh, It's got to be on the list. I enjoy it, but I find myself finding real enjoyment in only those certain really kind of iconic scenes would you agree
2: i do agree it didn't make my list it didn't make my honorable and that's mention okay either. it just doesn't hold up for me okay it's a little over the it's way over the top it's way, way over the, the top, top. I, you know,
0: I, I get that I, f- I felt the Palmer. same when i watched it but i watched it way late like yeah. five years ago yeah.
1: yeah yeah but i enjoy it and i enjoy it for his batshit crazy performance yeah. from
2: pacino yeah yeah okay good that's what i got my number two godfather Okay, good. So we've talked about one. it. Yeah, do you want to say anything not more? Not much more to say. It just, I think you covered it pretty well. It, it deserves to be number, you know, in the top couple of films yeah. because of everything oh, of that it represents and the cultural impact that it's made.
1: It's a masterpiece. Absolutely. It absolutely is. What's odd is, so if I do crime films, it's like Goodfellas is number one. Right. Godfather is number two. But what's strange is if I do my greatest films of all time, Goodfellas is in my top five. God, uh, Godfather probably doesn't, It's probably in top 20, 30, maybe not even top 50. Honestly. Basically, a thing I say on the show is rewatchability. Oh, yeah. If I can watch a film, well, that's what I base it on, and I know you feel that way too. A lot of others don't. There are people who are like, Why would you rewatch movies? Like, (laughs) why wouldn't you? There's so much shit these days. (laughs) Yeah. Would you rewatch movies? Absolutely. Right. So, but there's a lot of people who are like, Why would you? You know? That's to me
0: a good movie. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So Godfather, I enjoy, but it's not a film I can just watch over. Right. I can't right. just pop it on on a Saturday also morning. Also the length and, and the, yeah. the,
0: the in-depth conversation. It gets very
1: slow at times. You know, I yeah.
2: fall into the Shawshank Redemption trap. Well, that's a masterpiece when you're me. scrolling through your channels and it's on a channel. You oh, just yeah. watch it. You just put it yeah. on. It's done. We yeah. have,
0: uh, my husband and I have that with things like Twister, Jurassic Park, <laughs> like certain movies. Awesome. We will always watch them right. if they're on Actually, TV. Actually, The Dark Knight. Forest Gump. Yeah. Every I watched time. Dark
1: Knight three times in the last six months <laughs> because it was just on <laughs> it's HBO. On. I almost, own it. And I watched it because it was on HBO. Yeah. See, The Dark Knight almost, it actually is kind of a mob film, but I'm sorry. It's so its own it's thing. So, yeah. yeah. I, I wanted to really, it been on well, I own. wanted to appreciate these films that yeah. really fit this genre. Yeah. Um, anyway, okay, cool. That's my choice, right? Yes. Yes, sir. Okay, good. The Departed. Um, yeah. Here's the issue with The Departed. Was it even on your list?
2: It's on my honorable mention.
1: Okay. Um, D- the Departed is a good, solid film. I have a couple beefs with it. Number one, Scorsese got his long, long, long overdue Oscar for this film, which I think is so subpar compared to many other films. Right. The fact that he won this over Godfellas, to me, is a travesty. I watch
0: that, too. Um, I really like that movie.
1: Uh, which one? The
0: Departed. The I Departed. Really like it. Okay,
1: so The Departed, as a film... I don't think it's fantastic. I really don't. Really? Also, the reason why I don't think that is I've seen the Korean movie Infernal Affairs. Have uh, you seen that? No, it's incredible. So I've seen the original movie. This is a remake. What elevates the departed is that cast. Yeah. yeah. DiCaprio, Matt Damon, um, Alec Baldwin, Mark Wahlberg, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Uh, the cast, Uh, Martin Sheen is incredible. Yeah. And the, acting is incredible absolutely um and you know it's the ultimate like cops and robbers uh you know jack nicholson is this big mobster dropkick murphy's do like the whole soundtrack so it's boston i think it's all like punk you know uh music Uh, it's full of solid performances so that's why it makes the list um and i've watched it a few times and it's a film that gets a bit better for me i enjoy it but i don't love it honestly
2: there's some pacing for me that doesn't work there really are pacing issues aren't there when dicaprio's in the in the porno theater chasing matt damon that whole scene it gets very slow for me yeah Mm. yeah Yeah, i agree but
1: the acting is electrifying absolutely uh, excellent performances yeah okay good uh that was mine I'm at my number one. Okay, what's your number one? Goodfellas. Okay, good. So we've talked <laughs> good. about Goodfellas, which is my number one. Right. So we come full circle. Um. So as I, because I have more on my list, yeah. so I guess as I do some, you can do some of your batshit crazy ones. It'll oh, be funny.
2: My hall of shame and my honorable <laughs> mention. But sure. For me, I have a whole like thesis around Goodfellas. Tell so me. I'll, I'll give it to you. Uh,
1: you. We can talk about Goodfellas. I mean, I wish we could talk about it all night, but we can't. But right, I, I, this movie is an absolute masterpiece. It's
2: actually for me three films. Okay. Act one is what I call the doo-wop fairy tale. Okay. Right? Opening line, I always wanted to be a gangster. Yeah, ever
1: since I was a kid, and I then, always wanted to be a gangster.
2: Exactly. Da-da-da. And it yeah. starts, all the music is 50s, all the cars are That's bright. right, the, the
1: music kind of goes with the
2: times. Phenomenal. And you get to see the development of Henry Hill as- Ray a, Liotta. Right. Yeah. True, it, it, a true character. Although yeah. in the first act, it's not Ray Liotta. Right, it's a kid. It's a yeah. kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right who becomes Henry Hill Ray Liotta later. So he does things like runs numbers, runs errands, goes, t- tells Polly who won't get on the phone. You know, Paul Servino, who's kind of the, the, you know, the Oracle. Fantastic the in this. I love that guy.
1: And, uh, Mia Servino's father, man. She's and a great it goes, assistant. you know,
2: you know, he might be burning some cars in a parking lot, but for me, act one, the do up fairy tale ends when he and Joe Pesci, uh, Tommy get busted for selling cigarettes. Right. Right. And what happens is he learns the code. Hmm. So, you know, think about this. It's not Don't really plausible. Rat. It's not really plausible that the entire gang would show up at the courthouse. <laughs> and Paul Servino grabs him up and gives him a big hug and says, you did the right thing. You didn't rat. Yeah. Right. Which is great forecasting for what happens later in exactly. the film. Exactly. Which so is a great fall from grace. Yeah. Right. So so that's the end of Act One for me and film one. Right. Of, of Good, Goodfellas. And act, you know, Act Two, movie Two, is that it's just this incredible crime film, yeah, right. So they start now. It's Ray Liotta in the role. He's courting his wife. He's showing his tendencies. He's moving up in the ranks. They're doing more and more complicated jobs, you know, and and they they you know live the lifestyle. It's you know you. I'm funny to you yeah. what do you mean am I a clown like
1: a clown I amuse you
2: right and then the Billy Bats incident where they they kill him in the bar and have to bury him oh, and, so and everything that goes with that and for me act two uh, you know up through the kind of the the paranoia with the big heist thing you mean well, the yeah, the uh, the Lufthansa heist, right, right, and actually Henry Hill or you know, Ray Liotta gets protected because he wasn't really involved in that because Robert De Niro Jimmy kills everybody right that's involved with it yeah because he doesn't want to pay him yeah you know including Maury including the people with the Cadillac the guy yeah. who bought the fur that coat That
1: whole sequence with Eric Clapton's Cream yeah, exactly. playing oh, again music the so music good. in the second act too. my wife knows that song from Goodfellas <laughs> I'm right. like that's Clapton Cream
2: <laughs> right exactly so for me Act Two ends when when uh he goes to get made. Yeah. When Tommy uh, goes Petty. to get made, yeah. God that's an amazing. And he scene. gets assassinated yeah. as retribution for having killed Billy Bats, right. who was a made guy. And that
1: whole scene with De Niro just smashing up the phone booth. Yeah. Like he's gone and they're like, sorry, nothing we can do about it. It's done.
2: Nothing nothing nobody could do, and he's gone. It's done. Yeah. Oh, so so, so that's that's the end of Act Two and the end of the crime saga part of it for me. And then number three, the act third the act 80s. is the betrayal, right? And it's, it's at this frenzied pace. It, it I, I like to say it operates yeah. at the speed third, of cocaine.
1: It does. It's like cocaine. The third act is just like, oh, the first half of frenetic. the third act. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because it's all about that one day when he gets busted. Right. All the things he had to do. He's stirring the sauce. I'm a physical. I got to go pick him up. She's got to get her hat. We got to get the Coke ready. We got to yeah. send it to Pittsburgh. I got to talk to my connection. I take the silencers to Jimmy. I know he doesn't want them. What am I going to do? I don't say anything. Right. And yeah. I'm seeing helicopters and the paranoia and the frenzy yeah. and almost crashing the car and his heartbeat and going to the doctor. Right, all of this incredible stuff and incredible. and you know you get you know jump into the fire, you get magic bus, you get uh monkey man, all of this music again is just this incredible driver of the pace of the film,
1: yeah, you're breaking it down really well, <laughs> no, it is it's like three three very distinct acts right, almost like three movies,
2: and then we see Polly hmm. who pulls him aside now that Henry Hill's out of jail, kind of at the beginning, uh it might even be in act two. For me, but or at the beginning of Act Three, where he pulls him aside and says, Hey, you did what you had to do in jail, but I don't want you messing with that stuff. Mm. You know, so and so got twenty years just for talking to a guy. I'm not going out like that. Yeah. And then what does he do? He does exactly that. Right. And he takes everybody down. He Everyone. becomes the rat. And there's the incredible shot. Obviously, early in the film in Act One, you've got the Copa the, the Copacabana shot. Yeah, the, the three-minute tracking, shot. tracking yeah, shot. Incredible. Where they walk through the club and end up at a table. And then at the end of the film, there's that shot that just is all of the subtext of the fear and paranoia that Ray Liotta's feeling as Henry Hill when they have that shot in the diner. It's the two shot with De Niro on the left and Ray Liotta. Oh, yeah, on the right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, I think it's, I've tried, I've watched it in slow motion and I still can't quite get it exactly, but it's dolly out, zoom in, and elevating slightly. So it creates this, like, really almost like a vertigo that you get is exactly what Ray is feeling because the whole subtext of the scene is I knew if I'd gone to Florida, I would never come home alive. Right. Jimmy'd never asked me to kill anyone before. Yeah. Right. And yeah. that's when he knew yeah. that he, he wasn't was coming back. Yeah. yeah. So and then at the end of the film, you get this incredible this incredible thing. It was shocking when I saw it the first time. They break the fourth wall yeah. right? when he's on the stand yeah. at the very end of the film and the, everyone's in the courtroom. And he's just literally pointed his finger at Paulie and at, at, at De Niro, you know, and he and basically condemned them. Yeah. And then he stands up. And breaks the fourth wall and does this direct address to the camera, and you've had this beautiful narration through the whole film. But now it's directly at the camera, coming from Ray Liotta, and he says, "And then it was all over. Yeah. Right now, I'm just a regular schnook, and he's living <laughs> in some tract house. Yeah. He's like under witness out- protection. Right? Yeah, yeah. I went for I went for a marinara. I went for spaghetti marinara. I got egg noodles and ketchup. <laughs> now I'm just a regular schnook. That's
1: right. He just picks up the newspaper. He's in his pajamas." Goes inside it's a masterpiece. Absolute it's, masterpiece. It's one of the greatest films of all time. And yeah, it's an incredible gangster crime movie. So that's so. why
2: I say it's really like three films. Yeah. Because it's got those three distinct chapters. I love that, man. I was doing a little research on it and it said the headline of the, you know, the, sometimes you get these terrible, terrible uh, trailers that don't really match the film at all. Right. Because the trailer's made just to sell the film, right? Yeah. And the trailer's like the voice of God. You know that guy? what in a world oh yeah where yeah, gangsters yeah. mix with high society yeah that yeah. wasn't actually what he said but you know at the, but the end is a goodfellas and then there was a thing underneath that said three generations of gangsters something like wow. that and i was like aha i'm onto something yeah, you yeah know, that's that awesome part of the tagline so that's my number one
1: that's okay and i mean goodfellas come on it deserves all the kudos and all the time all right i got a few more here we're going to roll through this um this is another Hidden gem to me. I don't know if you've seen it. Came out in like nineteen ninety one. Sean Penn, Gary Oldman, incredible in this. Ed Harris, Robin Wright, Penn. This is when she met Sean Penn. It's called State of Grace. Uh, Have you seen this movie? Not in a long long time. I love this movie. It's it's about cops and robbers. Sean Penn is an undercover cop Mm -hmm. who goes back to his hometown, and it's like again, it's like Philly or Boston or something, and he gets made in this mob with uh gary oldman and ed harris who's his brother and ed harris is like the the cool calm collected mob boss and gary oldman is batshit crazy this is like young frenetic gary oldman like true romance yeah you yeah. know does this look like white boy day you know that kind of gary oldman oh, i love this movie it's so good a uh, very violent uh such a hidden gem um, great mob crime movies. So I'm gonna you have to see it. Gotta again. check that yeah, one out for
2: sure. Great choice. I had a couple that didn't quite fit that were my like 11A and B movies. I, I want to hear them. That's too Maybe uh, roll through them. Catch yeah. me if you can and
1: Midnight Run. I love Midnight Run. I love Catch Me. So Catch Me if I Can. Uh, I guess a little so. More of a
2: flim flam. It's kind of like a... It's on the
0: border, I feel like. Yeah, that's why I didn't include it. It is a crime, what he's doing, but it's not like... It's a con
1: movie. It's It's a a con con movie. movie, I love Catching the Canters. I love it too. But you're right, we'll kind of fly through it because we can't talk about these too much. Midnight Run so underrated de niro and who's it charles Charles groden that's like a buddy movie it's a buddy road film um and he's a uh what do you call them um not a man hunter or a bounty hunter he's a bounty hunter de niro is i love that movie
2: an accountant for the mob
1: but dennis farina is a mob (laughs) so it's mob you're totally right midnight run fantastic and the
2: screenplay of midnight run if you study it is perfect yeah the structure of that film is perfect.
1: I love that movie, yeah. so I'm glad you did that one. Okay, I'm going to do a few more. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do two at a time. Okay, good. You do two at yep. a time. Baby Driver, Oh, another, oh, Spacey, so fi- another Spacey film. Yeah. Uh, I-, I loved it. I loved, we I loved, loved it. it. But, I mean, it's all about mobs. Crime, cops. Um, Spacey is good. Ansel Eggert's great. Jamie Foxx, John Hamm, Lily James. I enjoy that movie. This one, it's kind of a bit shameful to put it in the same part. Chinatown
2: i had that yeah
1: roman polanski it. faye dunaway jack nicholson i mean that's an amazing movie yeah again not so rewatchable exactly. oh are you kidding i don't find oh, it I, it's phenomenal. not a movie it's not a movie i can just watch over we and should over Should do a list of greatest yeah. la movies yeah mm. should, yeah and that would be one of them oh, it. you know forget it jake it's chinatown i mean it's uh, a great deal stealing water they yeah.
2: steal it's the it's the it of who's stealing isn't that the crazy water, i know yeah
1: so that's one. Those All right. are
2: two. I've got two. Yeah. I will doing two at a time now. They're yep. both Brazilian films. Okay.
1: City of God on my list. And have tro- you seen City of God? Mm-hmm. Incredible gangster film. Tropa Jalich. Never heard of that. Elite troops.
2: Okay, it's Which, good. Oh phenomenal. About the police going into the favelas and who's corrupt and who's not and who can you trust? Uh played by Wagner Mora, who plays Pablo Escobar in the narco series. Oh wow. Phenomenal. Yeah, he got
1: yep. high acclaim for that. Yep. Yeah, I mean I love City of God, so that's a great shout out to that. Okay, Donnie Brasco. Great. Pacino again, and Johnny oh, Depp is really good in Very this. Good. Um, Michael Madsen and um, uh, Anne Hesch is actually good in this. That's a great, great really gangster film. And then Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Of Guy Ritchie, classic British kind of mob crime movie. Heist Gone Wrong. Vinnie Jones, who was a, a football player right. who became an actor. Love that movie
2: almost on my Hall of Shame list. Really, oh. Hall Lock of Shame Stock does not hold up.
1: Oh, I, I love watched it. it
2: recently, it doesn't work. Well, it's
1: very British,
2: it's very glib, too, oh. and very glossy without a lot of it's all style and not agree a lot of substance. to
1: disagree. Okay. But it's I do, okay. I, I do have I, I love Snatch it. Yeah. on my see, on I'm a not list. a fan yeah, of see, Snatch. Most
0: people like Snatch, Snatch in America, that was Stock.
1: the big breakout, and I disagree. Interesting, in, but it's okay because yeah, yeah. they're British movies. and Lockstock is acclaimed in England. Yeah. Snatch was Guy Ritchie's big international breakout. And I'm like, it's okay. I love Brad Pitt in yeah. it as the pikey. He's that's, phenomenal. That's pretty much it. Okay. You know, um, Barely understand yeah. that film. Oh, that's the that's best the part. Of the joy of it, yeah. <laughs> All right, two. All right, I'm
2: going to give you two. Uh, the Town.
1: That's my next I one. I like that movie a lot. Very underrated. Yeah. And it's totally crime, heist, mobster. Directed people, by uh, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. And Let's talk about ben, ben, Affleck. ben Affleck for a second. He's yeah, great I like this. that. Jeremy Renner.
2: is a great director.
1: He is ben not Affleck the best actor, ha- great director. He has some
2: great films coming. Yeah. He's made three films now.
1: Gone Baby Gone, yep. Argo. The town. I love right. all three of those yeah. movies. Very so good. I love Very solid. Three. Phenomenal. He's actually good in this. This is Boston. Jeremy Renner is phenomenal. Totally phenomenal. And Pete Postleway is like the, yep. the mobster bus guy. And then John Hams, the, the cop after them. A Really solid movie, The I Town. I totally agree. Yeah.
2: But The Sting.
1: Oh, yeah. Probably Paul Newman, this. Robert Redford. Again, con movie, really. But yeah. you're right. It's about the mob. The right. mob is all involved. Right. Yeah. Big, great twist. Mm-hmm. That's a classic, like 60s, 70s movie. Yep. Okay, let's see. Um, mean Streets. Oh, yeah. Scorsese's first. Not a great movie, but it it shows what's to come. It's a very raw young Scorsese, very raw young De Niro. Mm-hmm. Harvey Keitel's great in it. Uh, very urban and gritty. I enjoy it. What's a mook? Yeah. It, it's just, it's it's gritty film. So I like Mean Streets, Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. Warren Beattie, Faye yep. Dunaway, very known for its shock violence mm-hmm. at the time when they riddle them full of hundreds of bullet holes. Um, but I mean, that's as gangster and cops and robbers as you can get. So that's a good one. Yep. All right. What else you got? This is I'm a gonna speed give drill. You a couple. I'm going to give you four. I only have two more. So you okay, do got 4 Casino, do which we've talked about. Okay.
2: Black Mass. Oh, yeah. Johnny Depp. As never Whitey saw Bulger.
1: He is great in it. He the is film it. is very slow paced okay. on the waterfront. Oh, Marlon Brando. Yeah. You're right, because it's Mob. Right. It's the Mob. Yeah. They have them all under the, their thumb. The Longshoreman, Yeah. Uh, Marlon Brando's
2: fantastic in that movie. He's great. Uh, Inception. Okay. They steal I, no, his. No, no, no.
1: You're right, but come on. It's so high <laughs> fantasy sci fi. Very, very Inception's sci-fi. in one of my top 10 movies. We love sci fi. But I don't think it. of it as crime gangster. You're right. They are. They're robbing the mind. You know? That's right.
0: That's that right. was clever. Great film. <laughs> like, that? like
1: that? What else you got? Inside Man.
0: It was a good a movie. a Good movie. It's a I Spike like that Spike movie. Spike Lee joint
1: as well. Joint, yep. Clive Owen, Denzel, yeah, Jodie Foster. Yep. That's like a bank robber and, uh, movie. That's kind of like a Dog Day Afternoon, right. Serapico type movie. I think movie. it counts. No, yeah. sure. I mean, it's on the hey, list. You're the of guest. Crime movie. It's on. More heisty than it's on the list. It's yeah. on the MTV <laughs>
0: list of top crime movies. Just FYI. Oh,
1: is it? It's a good movie. I like Inside Man. You got anything else? Training Day oh yeah i Again? i mean yeah no no it is i mean corrupt cop right um i think denzel's so batshit crazy king kong ain't got shit on me it's such an over-the-top performance he won an oscar for it i think he's been so much better in other things me too but he is good as like alonzo harris this corrupt guy and i actually love ethan hawke in that movie yeah as great. like the deer in the headlights rookie he's great yeah he's great in it and it's got some great twists like how storylines from the beginning come all the way around you right. know what i'm talking I about do. on training day i've, that's I've a good eaten the baseball
2: pit. steak too at that place oh really it's a real restaurant it's open 24 hours a day so like 4 a.m when you want like a filet that's go there. crazy
1: all right we're gonna wrap this up so i have two more um new jack city which I actually love. That's a throwback, but I actually love it. And I watched this movie a couple months ago and I was like, you know what? This really holds up. Now, he look, some people are going to laugh at that because it's Wesley Snipes, Ice-T as the cop, but it's all about the mob rising in in the city and Mario Van Peebles directed it. In the 90s, this film was huge. It was a big deal. It's not an acclaimed movie, but I love it. And it's total gangster, mob, crime, and I really enjoyed it. And then this film, I mean, this movie's like five and a half hours long, and I don't know how. I saw this movie multiple times when I was a kid. This is Sergei Leon's Once Upon a Time in America, also with Robert De Niro, James Wood. Um, I've seen this film so many times before I was like 12. Wow. This is like an epic mob movie, but it's a very... Very violent, brutal mob movie. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't know how I. My dad had it on VHS and just kind of (laughs) left it around. and I would just put it on. My dad. That's the the last movie
2: that I have on my honorable mention. It's a good film. It is a good film. It's
1: way too long. Like it's literally five hours. I think about five hours long, Um, and it goes on forever. But it's quite brilliant, you know. And it spans, you know, basically fifty years of James Woods and De Niro as mob people and you know their whole life together and i really enjoy that movie yep. i haven't seen it in a long time Me neither. i was choice. going to and then i saw the 280 minutes <laughs> and i was like okay rain check <laughs> okay well that's our list were there any other ones you wanted to mention nope i'm good okay we covered a very diverse range and you're right we do have to wrap up but miss money any? I'm
0: going to really fast. Any Honestly, uh, a majority of my list were different type of crime movies. Not okay. so much. I don't think you would laugh in my face. But I did. Uh, just so
1: I can laugh at your face, can you give me a few?
0: Well, um, more of a con movie, Wolf of Wall Street.
1: Oh, so yeah, amazing Things movie. Like that so those are like know? yeah, those are like con. Yeah, well, actually, Wolf of Wall Street. So it seems in its so own, mobby. Yeah, that's true. That's in its own genre. He
0: like has his own. Like, I feel yeah. like he is like a weird mob boss because he's almost running this con on so many people. Criminal. I love that film. So this, yeah, people love I have, or hate that movie
1: yeah. and I oh, loved it. I love Wolf I of it. Wall Street. Yeah, so there's so. a
0: lot oh. of people that hate it and we're two
1: of the I people love that love it. I think it. It. it's his best acting performance yeah, of all time. It. Uh, look, it's so immoral and corrupt, but that's, that's the whole cool. point. But anyway, yeah. we're not going to go on the whole Wolf of Wall Street Anyway, tangent. so it's
0: stuff like that, yeah. but this one I know counts, so I'm going to bring it up. Does it? If you still haven't seen it, I'm going to be annoyed Widows.
1: Oh, I haven't seen it's it. It's a
0: heist you movie. You told me about this a, a month movie. ago. <laughs> it's on demand. <laughs> Didn't you give have me a long time. Already. Okay. Have you seen Windows? I don't know who's oh. in it. Oh, it's um,
1: uh, Viola Davis. Viola Neeson, it's, it's the one. Fast and the Furious girl. It's
0: Spike Lee, right? Spike Lee's the no, director. No, 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 no. no. Who's the it's um, Steve McQueen. Sorry, Steve McQueen. For yeah. oh. came uh, out. Uh, um, it did really well in the theater about wow. three months ago, and it's about. Did it?
2: I think it came and went. it did really. It was critically acclaimed. This is new. Yeah. Yeah. Brand new movie.
0: So it literally now just came on iTunes and everything. So I've heard it's a good watch film. It.
1: It's like a heist mob movie. Right? I ran
0: to see this film because I love Viola Davis and I love mob movies, crime movies, awesome. etc. And I wanted to see the performances. And it's a heist movie and a mob movie and weirdly political. And it's brilliant. It is absolutely brilliant. She likes Widows. Yeah. Gotta
1: check it out. Yeah.
0: Gotta check out Widows.
1: got cool. Anything else?
0: I'm not going to bring them up.
1: No, I want to hear. I'm I don't not, like I, you laughing I'm in my face. I'm not going to give you a hard time. Just say them. I really them, thought LA Confidential the would be it's, on there. A absolutely should. Movie. Yeah, Yeah, It's on my list. I just I skipped uh, yeah. a bunch. Oh, you skipped <laughs> it? Oh, Because I, I, I was
0: like, where is LA Confidential LA Confidential <laughs> absolutely is. Okay, good. Because yeah. that was, I love that movie. Yeah. You and had that's me rewatch a
1: That's a Kevin Spacey. Russell Crowe guy, Pierce. I really like that movie. That's fantastic. Well, that will see? I didn't laugh at that.
0: I went into things like that were more like like Collateral, which is a
1: which hitman movie. Which is because Javier yeah. Bardem is the mob boss, and um, uh, Tom awesome Cruise's Michael character Man, right? that's Michael Mann. and Tom yeah. Cruise's character I recently is doing it. those I hits love, for the mob. Right. I, love I watched that last collateral. week. Yeah, it's great. I really, film. really love Collateral. Awesome. What else? These are good. These are okay.
0: And then I also hit up things that I don't think count so much, like Gone Girl, and you mm. know, like no, that's like yeah, the, yeah, 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 like, or Prisoners. Different type of yeah. crime, right, sure. like thriller. Dark thriller. I'm a big, yeah. big thriller person. All right, but yeah, I think that's that's. That's good.
1: good. Okay. Well, I was yeah. gentle, right? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Again, this was going to be like gangster movies, but then I was like, oh, I don't know when I'd I would do know. heist movies. So I think this was, a, that was good, a good collection. This was a good diverse list of crime movies. Yeah, you know, a great genre, and uh, I think we had a good pick. Did yeah. You have a good time, Jim. It was awesome all right man well look it was a pleasure having you on the show uh that will drop this episode next week and we hope people check them out and i also think i hope people will check out obviously the classics but i think there's a good bunch of movies here absolutely you know people haven't seen before in the crime genre so check them out all right everyone thanks for having us see you next time good night
0: Thanks again for listening to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. Our friendly reminders to follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tony the Movie Guy. Also, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. That really, really helps. And don't forget to check out our wonderful sponsor, Great Oral Health. This stuff is amazing, guys. I use it. Tony uses it. And supporting them is Supporting the podcast. So we'd really, really appreciate it. You can find the promo code in the links below, and we will see you in two weeks. Bye bye.